0: Because no, I, de- I was doing, I was doing, I was doing, what was I doing?
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm live. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the birthday Bracus boys. Ba- Bacchus boys. <laughs> he messed up. Back- Barhouse. Right. What? Do it. Start again. No, we're, we're going with that <laughs> one. Uh, Hi everyone. So anyone that is not listening live, watching live, watching live. Uh we're we're live. We're live on YouTube. Um because it's our birthday. It's been 4 years of this shit and we still don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh and Al keeps changing camera angles and it's really confusing. <laughs> uh gentlemen, how are we? What's everyone up to? Al, what have you been up to seeing as you're fancy with the camera angles?
0: I know it seems fancy, but the reason is because one of the batteries will die before this episode ends. Mm -hmm. So it's like a backup cam, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, where's my clicker? Can I do this? I'm like, back up, back up, back up. (laughs) Uh, So that is purposeful, but also it's cool. Um, What have I been up to? So um, other than working ridiculous hours... It's getting beyond a joke now. Um, Earlier in the week, I have completed phase two of the climbing instructors course. So this included abseiling, which although the Cubs and that have to climb to exactly the same point, and they've already done it before, for some reason, abseiling absolutely terrifies them all, Mm -hmm. and they all start crying. And say that they can't do it and they don't want to and and but basically the way it's set up, they can't they have to do it. There's no other way of getting down <laughs> <laughs> other than climbing over cool, and going down the stairs mm-hmm. inside the building with their yeah. rope still on. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> we can do this, but it's gonna be a pain in the ass. So um yeah, lots of lots of crying children. Um mm. and also getting my hair caught in the uh the belay while he tried to abseil the child down. Oh, so yeah. I learned my lesson and also yeah, with my it. beard as well, because that kept, kept getting caught in the grigri. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, tied up beard <laughs> from now on and, and, and fully tied back hair.
1: Oh, you should get one of the like the beard hairnet things. Oh, the beard like nets. a
0: cheesery. A cheesery yeah. Net. Um, so, yeah. So I'm halfway through the climbing instructor course, which is great. Um, This weekend, I've been helping my Next door neighbor who is elderly um mm. with his garden because he absolutely loves his garden. He loves his gardening. He's always got the best garden on the street. Um, but unfortunately he's kind of taken a bit of a turn for the worst. He's not as sprightly
1: as he used to be. Yeah. Um so I'm just helping him out with the the grunt work basically. So is that is that the guy that's that side of you, not the guy that you share the drive with? Not drive guy, other guy.
0: Yeah. Jim. Come. Old Jim. Not Old chip gym, just regular no. old gym. <laughs> um,
1: actual so, old gym
0: as opposed to just old gym. Just old old, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's been nice because the weather's nice, so a little lovely little bit of gardening. And um, I've started to build the frame in the back of the camper for the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a temporary one for the girls a couple of weeks ago that was just a sheet of OSB, but now it needs to be a yeah. proper frame slatted and stuff, so it's breathable, storage underneath, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know the drill. Um, so that's just at the minute it's just timber. Uh, and also while everything's out i took a chance to like strip out the speaker cables put in the old car stereo speakers the ones that were in the hatchack yeah because they're like 500 times better than the stock <laughs> ones so it doesn't really sound... you surprise me <laughs> now my mini disc player sounds sweet as nut no. um and also fully wrapped and painted the rear bumper as well. So the front and rear bumpers are all now finished, refurbed, fixed, uh, repaired, painted. They look great. Um, you look great. I, I do look great. Um and yeah, that's 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 about all I've been up to.
1: You had to wait until I was taking a sip, didn't you? You fucker. Yeah. Uh that sounds wonderful. Um I particularly enjoyed the bit where you got got your beard caught. Uh I didn't <laughs> there, there
0: was literally a child Hello. hanging off my beard. Like thirty feet down, and nothing Stop you can that. do. No, <laughs> just whereas just like, because just I'd implemented uh, it, the Italian hitch, it meant I could lock it off and then uh, release
1: the child, and then lock it back on with Ooh, no safety issues. Nice. Brett so knows the, what I'm talking about. I <laughs> say so the only knot that I know is the uh, the trucker's hitch, and that's purely from the Yelvis song. Um, which, if you don't know, go to YouTube and check it out because it's fucking hilarious. Mm. Uh, Brett, what about you? I was gone. Brett, what about you? What Hey! There he what is. have you been up to?
2: I have been working on the cabin, very diligent about trying to do the uh, shower area and refinish the bathroom. It has become one of those can of worms situation where it was meant to be just ripping down some drywall and refitting things and putting the shower pan in and all that stuff. And of course, within the process... I realized that I could work on the electrical, I could work on the plumbing. It's the first time I've done both of those things in terms of a a house that has to be uh, done correctly, not only for code, but also, you know, if I screw up the plumbing, I get water in my walls, and then the walls fall down, and then I get very upset with myself. So, been learning a lot, doing all of that. I made the hilarious mistake of starting to do the shower plumbing or the drain plumbing and I have no idea why it worked out this way but I just went right so I put a shower cap on this pipe and then I do the shower mortar and then the tiles and everything so I put this cap down on the existing pipe glued it with the pvc glue the whole shebang which sets up super fast and then uh took about three steps away only to realize that uh it was sticking up about 2 inches above where it needed to be and now it's glued in place so <laughs> i'll be trimming that down hopefully if yeah. i can and it wasn't a it will be a uh, an energy and time expenditure but luckily it wasn't a very expensive mistake to have made but i have i know we've all done this but it was genuinely like right i'm i know what i'm doing i did it and then went that is wrong <laughs> instantly just there wasn't 30 seconds before i realized how wrong it was and in that 30 seconds that glue sets up so fast so yeah. i grabbed it and tried to like yank it off i was like no 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 <laughs> no. it just wasn't moving anywhere uh beyond that i got the ammonite video out which i'm very proud about uh how that piece was finished and and turned out i uh, had a good time editing the video and then Took a day off yesterday to go and forge with a couple of the boys, the local boys, um, just having a bit of a play and kind of taking a day off from filming or doing any responsible things, uh, which was nice. Just a bit of a play around and smashing steel on a hydraulic press for funsies. But that's been me this week.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um,
2: Oh, I got a mammoth tusk.
1: Yes, you did. You yeah, yeah, got a do... tusk and a whalebone.
2: Yeah, I gotta do something.
1: not the same kind of whalebone yeah. that Jeff was talking about in the Full Blast podcast. That's an entirely different thing. Quite. Yeah. But um, I've got more, a, more cool a, displays. A, a penisy thing or yes, a, an actual a, penisy thing.
0: A tool for folding paper. Ooh. Ooh. It's also called the whalebone. Is it's it? Incredibly handy tool, yeah. yeah. I've, I've
1: never heard that.
0: Or maybe it's for a Did course I tell you it? about the camera thing? See? Wasn't I prepared? And it Turned off, but I'm still here.
1: Yes, yes, you were. Well done, you. Yes. You, you can have a cookie.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, Re- hey, I, I, need to read our comment section because Red
1: asked, "What about you, Steve?" Uh, what about? Thank you, Red. Red. See, somebody cares. Thank you. You'll talk about Alex's that, book again. That's that's why I've got all this in in red because red. Uh, yes, the book. So. Um, one of the, the many things that I keep saying, "Oh, something exi- exciting's happened and I can't talk about it. And then Brett gets annoyed with me because I'm keeping secrets from the public, um, is the book. So as well as doing the, uh, the cookbook that we did last year, last year, um, in October, we are, well, I say we, Alex is releasing a, uh, new book, um, entitled blacksmith, um, brilliantly original title there. Uh, but it's it's basically it's not a, a how to, it's more just kind of like um, it's just a bit more information about blacksmithing in general, um, rather than being uh, like a uh, like you definitely need to do this, you definitely need to do that. It's talking about like the history behind it, a, a bit of the folklore, um, and like the differences between an apprentice, a, a master, a journeyman, and, and everything else, um, and. Yeah, it, it's, I've read the first like three chapters and it's really fucking good and there's some really nice photography in it and, pardon me, and yeah, I'm super excited about that coming out and it is available for pre-order on Amazon uh, because for some reason it's only being sold through Amazon, which Al isn't particularly happy about, but it's part of the deal that he had with the book company, so there's not really anything we can do about it, Um but yeah, if you want to pre-order it, go to Amazon and just search for Alex Pohl, and it should come up. Um, other than that, I have spent a lot of time playing on the Xbox still, because I was still in isolation, which was super fun during the hottest week ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, went back into work on Friday, and then Saturday was teaching a knife-making class. And it is the, or was, the last axe, fucking axe the last knife making class for the foreseeable future. Um, we've got uh, an axe class this weekend, um, another axe class the weekend after, and then two uh, chef's knife classes. And then that's it. We are not teaching for the foreseeable future. Probably not until we change premises. Um, just because we have so much production work to get on with and that's but the like the the teaching space is more valuable as a production area than it is as a teaching workshop and we just can't afford to have the luxury of teaching for funsies anymore um so yeah as as part of like the expansion of the business it means that we've actually got to stop doing some bits um which kind of sucks because I really like teaching and like this year was the first year that I taught the uh the knife class on my own and not this weekend but next weekend i'm actually teaching the axe class and it will be the first time that i've taught the axe class and also probably the last time that i'll teach the axe class um which is kind of bittersweet but at the same time it's it kind of means there's there's very little pressure on me um so yeah i'm looking forward to to having a bit of fun with that um and just doing a bit a bit more teaching because i do enjoy it Uh, it's a shame that we're only going to get these last like three or four classes in, but I think we're going to be doing summit festivals and things like that and maybe do some more kind of like event stuff rather than, uh, like formal classes. Um, so doing more kind of like getting people in and and putting on a show and, and having fun. Um, which, you know, is, is what we're pretty good at. Um, we like to act like rock stars, even though we're just dickheads. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more of that and maybe even getting Mr. Alphonse uh, to come along with us and cook some food whilst we hit some metal and do some more bits oh, like yeah. that. Oh um,
0: yeah!
1: And if we're doing stuff like that, like going to festivals and things, then it'd be really good to have a, a thing in which to drive there and stay in. Uh, So like Alphonse has the, uh, the Vitara camper thing that I can't remember Mm -hmm. the thing for. Um, uh, Kat has been looking at a, like an old Renault uh, minibus that this old boy has converted into a camper. And I mean, it's like, it's all fucking chipboard that's been cut down, but he's done it in like really ingenious ways where like the shower cubicle all folds down. So, if you're not using it, like or the shower and toilet, like it folds down out of the way. So if you're not using it, it just becomes a sideboard. But then when you want to use it, it all kind of unfolds and you can have a relatively spacious toilet and, and shower experience. Um, and all of this. Like it 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 is fairly dated and fairly well worn, but it's such a great base to kind of build off. As dated and um, worn as the one that Seb bought. Which one? Uh, uh a different kind of data of all cuz like this this <laughs> this was built by like this was bodged together by a random guy. This wasn't oh. like a, a proper build. Um and uh but like the guy the guy that did it is super nice. Um so yeah, it looks like we cat uh, might be um might be buying a camper which uh, I'm kind of hoping she lets me use occasionally cuz I mean it, it was kind, it was kind
0: of the instigator for the Vitara was was the the opportunity to go to events like Good Life or whatever, or yeah. you know, help out with you guys and and just not have the ball ache of setting up tents, yeah, you know, trying to drive a Honda Civic into a field, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just not have to worry about it. You know, that was that was the point. Yeah, to cross that off the list of worries and and actually concentrate on the thing that you're there to do.
1: Yeah, well, th- this is the thing. This is why I I was really looking at getting like um. Uh, before getting a transit and kind of converting it into something that had like just a basic bed and like wash basin in it um but that could be folded up out of the way and used as storage and then using that to do all of the like transporting all of the gear to the the festivals um and then sleeping it um like as well um but then i realized that that meant buying a van and then doing all the work to convert it and I have enough projects going on as it is. So probably better not to do that for now. Um, yeah, sorry, you, you go, Al.
0: Yeah, no, Van Van Bantz. Van. <laughs> um, so my friend Dave over the road who passed away, yes. who um, I'm not helping with the scouts and stuff, he had a big motorhome, which we managed to sell and, you yeah. know, and kit out and stuff. So Liz is now converting her, because it, because he was um, in a wheelchair, they had one of those, like Rena- like a Renault Kangoo, like cars that you can drive yeah. the wheelchair up into the back. Yeah. So she's now got that, and it's like it's the perfect for a camper van. So she's building her own camper van. That's awesome. She's already, because she's retired, she's already yeah. like 15 steps ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> she's only been doing it for two weeks, and she's 70. And Brilliant. She's, she's converting this camper van. Um, and then today, I was just helping her um, make a sink. So she's got a little like water tank, and I have just like got a yeah. stainless steel bowl, drilled a hole in it, fitted a uh, drain thing to it. See, piece of piss.
1: I love, I love that that's what you've done for the sink. In this thing, the sink in the bathroom, not the not the main sink like the kitchen sink, but the sink in the bathroom, is an empty ice cream container. <laughs> But, yeah. but he's like he's routed out this bit of chipboard and put the ice cream container in it. So it sits in there perfectly. It's just <laughs> and and he kind of said, like, it's easy to replace once it breaks. You just buy some ice cream. <laughs> it's brilliant. Love it. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited about uh if she ends up buying that, getting to kind of muck around with that and, and uh yeah, fix it up a little bit. Um but yeah, that segues beautifully into our topic this week, which is uh the final is our birthday cheers there we go everyone drinking uh th- this is fantastic for those of you listening That yeah yeah hey, i'm mm.
2: just drinking coffee while you guys
0: drink your alcohols no one's yeah. listening to this I, this this should not go up as audio this should just be <laughs> a one-off makers international-esque live <laughs> live chat bands only
1: this uh, this is very trashfully um but yeah, so we were going to answer a few, um, a few questions. Uh, so I'm expecting to, a few to be asked in the chat, which I have kind of have been looking at, but not. I just got really excited because I saw Make a Monster had joined. I know, um, i was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm not. I am paying attention to the chat. But I don't. I've not seen any questions in there yet, so I was going to take a few from the thread in the Facebook group. Why was that so difficult? I've selected some gems. Oh, have you? Have you got one to go? I was just going to start off with like a really simple one, Uh, but if you've got, I actually thought about it. Um, This might be. This might be an inside joke that I don't get.
0: Um, Jamie readers, what's your stance on beekeepers?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I'm sure that's something to do with the uh, the Irish lads. But so, can I just
0: can I just sort of swipe that question? You can do whatever um, you want. Just give wasps a chance. <laughs> Everyone's banging on about bees all the time, and all they do is complain about wasps. And wasps just get killed, beaten away, complained about on picnics. It's like they serve a purpose too. And they're carnivores, they eat flies, they, they you know, I like wasps. They pollinate fruit to some extent. They you wouldn't have figs without wasps. Yeah. Wasps are great. Just give them a chance. And
1: and the thing is, is everyone complains about wasps like they're some kind of asshole. But like, when was the last time you were actually stung by a yeah, wasp? Probably while you were trying to kill it. So yeah, it serves you fucking exactly. right. Give yeah. wasps a chance. It's same the same with spiders. I Fuck, am, I <laughs> SWAT. I am very arachnophobic, but I don't fucking kill spiders because they catch flies. I don't like flies. Flies are annoying. So yeah. spiders are great. Yeah, exactly. They're fucking. They're brilliant animals. Like they really There inc- is
2: there is a very nice episode, recent episode on ologies, which Steve, I believe, you were the one that told me about that podcast. They did an entire yes. episode with an expert on wasps and things that aren't bees. So they, they talk all about. The benefits of wasps and all of the good things that they offer. So,
1: go listen to ologies recently. They tend I am, to-, um, to be fair, on the topic of bees, like I fucking love bees and I really want to do beekeeping, but that's because <laughs> I like beeswax. Um, uh, Inside Alan asked a question in the chat, which was It's your first foot, fucking hell. I've only had half a can. Uh, to be fair, I have had uh, two ice creams as well. Um, it's your fourth birthday. When did you last poo yourself? Brett, you go. When did you last poo yourself? <laughs> this morning.
2: No, uh, I don't know. It was, was a young lad. I got out of diaper training early. I haven't had a problem since.
1: That's disappointing. Owl I know. I know. You. What do you want from me, Steve?
0: <laughs> I'm in control of my bowels. I'm so sorry. I went. I went to Marseille. Pro tip: Don't go to Marseille. <laughs> it's a shithole. Yeah. Um, there's so many other nice places in France. Uh, and we went to restaurants instead. Oh, Grenoble, beautiful. Mm. Um, went to, Red's probably spinning in his not grave about how we pronounce Grenoble. Or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, in a restaurant in Marseille, um, And you know when something's not right. Yeah. And you know this is going to come back to haunt me. And just middle of the night, just shit myself in the <laughs> bed in the
1: hotel see the last time for me i was uh this is before i was gluten-free so this is a few years ago and um i'd uh, i i was working a ridiculous amount of hours that week and it was like the last day of my own call, and um and i'd had uh like a, a load of shit go off and i was like i just i need some food that i don't have to think about so just ordered some uh, like a pizza and some wings off of um, Domino's um got that, ate it whilst I was fixing this issue and like demolished the lot. And then about f- three, four hours later was just about to go to bed after having like sorted this thing and just went, I don't feel so good. And basically just spent the next two days like attached to the toilet. And then when I was finally like, okay, I think, I think I feel safe and Murphy's going round the fucking twist because he's not been out for a walk for two days. Um and like barely the week before because I've been working so much. It's like sorry, I'll take Murph out for a quick walk. Took him out and like four hundred yards from the, the front door, I was like, I'm just gonna push out this little fart. <laughs> oh, I've never Brett's looking <laughs> at us both with utter like, disbelief <laughs> and
0: disgust. Like,
1: You're grown men. Why are you,
0: why are you shitting yourselves? Oh, right. Brett, I've got a speed round question just for you. Have that Um And it's from John McAvoy in the chat. Can he use just a normal, regular cooking uh, angle grinder with the fancy tools that you have from Arbatech, or does it have to be a fancy angle grinder? No, I believe it's an any grinder situation. Any grinder will do. Yeah. Any grinder not, will it's do. it's a bit of <laughs> Theirs
2: is, uh, it has a few different clips and, and bits and bobs to attach their dust collection system. And I don't know, but the, the rest of the stuff, you can buy it on their website and it pretty much fits on any standard
1: angle grinder. So yeah. Right. I've got uh, a question from, right. I've, actually, I've got, this is two questions. The first oh. one is the correct pronunciation of the guy's name. Is it Nile? N-I-A-L-L? Yeah, there we go. I'm I'm never quite sure. Uh, And his question is, um, what episode from the back catalogue stands out for you for good or bad reasons? And I I have two that stand out for me. Um, The first one is the first time that each of you came on. So like the first time uh, Al came on, the first time Brett came on, just because it was... Like it, it wasn't like having a like it wasn't like doing an interview with someone that um I didn't particularly know. It was just having a load of banter with some friends, and mm-hmm. uh, even straight off the bat, like even <laughs> banter, uh, like e- even with uh with like Brett when you came on, and it was like there was like with me and I obviously there's a lot of cultural stuff being both similar age and from the UK, mm-hmm. um, but with like the film and the pop culture and everything else, and it was just like. Oh shit! These are my people, and uh, oh, yeah, so that was great. Um, but the one that we've done since then that I had the most fun with, I think, was the um, the fuck. What, what was this? The guy's name? the The fictional guy that we did a, a logo for. Um, high voltage, Mister. Yes, uh, what's his name? Not Tim. But <laughs> not the guy Tim. that wasn't was, Tim. <laughs> was Tim. Yeah, yeah. But the high voltage, oh, Jeremy, really Jeremy. Jeremy Ash. Jeremy Ash. <laughs> That's it which a uh,
2: reminder that was a guy that I that went to my school his, <laughs> his he was our uh, football assistant coach when I was in 7th or 8th grade his name was Jeremy Ash
1: <laughs> brilliant anyway um, but yeah no that that one was um it was it was such a fun episode and I like I genuinely got a lot, a lot out of it and um like no, aside from a few of the the ones where we've talked a little bit about more about mental health. It's I think it's the one of the ones that I've had the most um, like comments and, and people saying stuff mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. from. So yeah, that that would be my kind of picks. Um, what about you guys? Uh, can
0: I just do a wasp callback? Um, yeah. Other other than Damo being allergic to wasps, so I'm sorry about that, dude. Uh, there's not much I can do about that. Um, Andy Pugh, who I believe everything he says. Says that bees are a type of wasp. That doesn't sound <laughs> right. <Ooh. laughs> I'm that
1: can't you can be let right. that
0: marinate for a bit. Well, Brett, your <laughs> favorite epi- or, or yeah. least favorite episode?
1: Yeah, least favorite. Least favorite is good. Least favorite is probably like when we had honor on or something like that. Fucking honor. Yeah, um, mine's
0: the Tim Turgworks episode. <laughs>
2: No, mine was the lost episode that was just amazing. It was the best oh, that episode was, oh, ever. Done, that was so and it just appeared into the ether.
1: Yeah, but we released it. I I stitched it back together like about 6 months afterwards and we put it out. Uh
2: yeah, I don't remember that. I'm just going to believe what I said, which it was like it's good. gone forever. It's like the Snyder cut. <laughs>
1: uh
2: and then Seriously, I thought that one was really enjoyable because that was early enough on and we had such a good chat and Mm. I remember us all being kind of devastated because we we wanted it to be a thing. Um, And then it became just a running joke there for a little while that we had the the lost episode. So that was a fun start because I had not known you guys for very, very long at that point. Uh, And then I think for my own sake, it was... Uh, the other one would be the, the failure episode where we talked a bit about failures and how we handle these things. And I was having such a rough day or, or week because it was when I tried to make the hammer for Tony Relo and I was Uh, devastated. It didn't work out correctly, but obviously Tony was a sweetheart and it still functioned and served its purpose. But I just, I felt so bad because I wanted to over deliver on this thing. And you guys Turned it into an extremely cathartic chat about stuff we all deal with. And uh, that was a really important episode slash moment to kind of get out of that funk. And then also just being reminded by Tony not too long afterwards of like, hey, <laughs> everything
0: is awesome. You're great. Yeah. Yeah. Although uh, although I did like the Tony episode just because yes. even just being digitally <sighs> near him gets me That's moist. Just... It's but so I'm gonna fucking lovely. I'm gonna have to go with a slightly different guest episode, and it's when we had Rory on. Yes, because just the, there's a there's a there's an an aura, Aurora, <laughs> that man, and his presence and his demeanor and his attitude is just magnetic and infectious. Yeah, and. Um, nothing but positive and I think just even there's just stories and and I was it was like I was in the audience yeah in our own podcast
1: (laughs) yeah I like that Um, and
0: I think if not if if anyone listening has not listened to the Dirty Smith episode um, episode 21 so a long time ago fuck um yeah Three years ago, oh, the full Fly episode was great though, too. Yeah, oh, everybody, yeah, yeah. maybe, Joe was maybe, maybe choose table, two or three of your favorite episodes, Brett.
1: Oh, um, I'm sorry, yeah. If you've not listened to it, go back and listen.
0: What yeah, about the,
2: what about the girls' takeover episode? That was awesome. Oh, yeah, was I, class.
1: I was gonna say, there were so many good, like, uh, guests that we've had on. Um, but I think why
2: is our podcast just better when we have other people? On? <laughs> My favorite <laughs> episode is, not...
0: is one we didn't do, yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, I was gonna say, like, I think my favorite thing to come out of doing this though was um the video that Soph put together uh for our first birthday, I think it was. Mm. Um, that where she made the these guys, which I realise is out of focus. I can't I can't work hands. That thing. The pop the mini pop figures. Um and yeah, did like it was like a fucking half hour video of loads of people saying happy birthday and It genuinely got me in the feels and made me well up quite a lot. Um, but yeah, it was fucking lovely. Uh, Sophie's Sophie's ace. I, I miss Sophie. I I, fucking, I want to go to like make a central and stuff and just hug Sophie. Um, yeah. Uh, next question. What's the next question? Uh, So Alan asked a load of questions. One of them was, "What's your favourite movie?" Which I am refusing to let you two discuss because we will just talk about that for fucking hours. What's asking your favourite dish? Like fuck that. Go on. Um, quick
0: pre-question. Okay. Because I think you already answered it, Steve. Have you ever done Princess Leia buns with your hair? Uh,
1: I've never done the buns. I have done the. Pigtail thing, so oh, very nice. Um, mine, I think good. mine's too bushy to do anything. And, and in. uh, I, I once did the, the Willie Nelson like four plats, so two plats at the front, two plats at the back, and then kind of like had them all tied together at the back. It looked fucking ridiculous. It was great.
0: So, this one, and I want Brett's answer first because this may amuse me. It's um, about shitting yourself. I don't want <laughs> no, this, to do this. This, this, this is this. This culturally transcends. This isn't just an English thing. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever had a nickname? And what is it? Yes. Ah, oh, you dicks.
1: That's thought I was going to ask.
0: I
2: had a running gag of a nickname or a couple while I was going through elementary, middle, and high school. Especially since I was part of the... I don't even really know how this worked out. But I was part of student council which was a thing that like you were voted on to by your peers and you kind of made decisions on the events and goings on within your school. Uh, when we received our beautifully comfortable hoodies and our little pullover hoodies, everyone had a nickname on their, um, on the breast side, whatever. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but everybody had picked everybody else's or like the two, two other people had put everybody's name down and they put powder on mine because I was so pale. You did loads of Coke. Yeah. I was oh, doing okay. loads of Coke. So I had powder on, um, on a hoodie for four years. Yeah. And it was like the running joke of like, he's so pale. He's powder. <laughs> but if you remember that movie this is a horrible movie and they were just making fun of the albino kid and it was he got struck by <laughs> lightning i don't know it was what? fucking horrible but what i had movie- to accept it what what movie is this you've never seen powder no okay well that the joke is lost the joke is lost on you why i was given yeah. the name powder um you have to look up the filmography of our of our boys from boondock saints and see what happened to one of the actors doing powder. Anyway, it was powder or I got little Mac a lot because I was the baby after my brother and sister had both gone through school. It was little McAfee or little Mac or something like that. That was about it.
1: Powder was the I one like I got. To me though. Cool. I didn't really
2: like it. Yeah.
1: Uh, go on then. Uh, what about you? Um,
0: Three notable ones, yeah, from from various generations. Is that German three? Sorry, um,
1: Halbert, Halber? yeah. Why?
0: So, because my name's Halfpenny, and it was like Halb is half uh, in German, yeah. But Albert was the fifth Musketeer. Oh, so uh, it was like Halbert
1: quick quick question quick uh language question you lived in the the uh where did you Amsterdam for a while didn't you um in Dutch is the word for a uh like a set of clogs if you fuck up one of the clogs is the phrase for that does it literally translate as broken dream or do you not even know that because that's what someone on the
0: it's weird because I had, I bought so many clogs while I was there. You know, because <laughs> I was living in the Netherlands,
1: and I was and constantly I, losing I, one I, of them. And
0: fucking them up. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it it's a common thing. So that that phrase was 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 like in I mean, regu- regular conversation every day.
1: I don't yeah. I don't know. I've only <laughs> ever been there twice. I don't know what
0: they talk about. Steve, you're English. You know when you drop a bucket down the well and it makes that sound <laughs> as it hits the rock just before it lands into the yeah. water. What's what? What's the traditional term for that sound? Clang. Anyway, so we've got Hal Bear, um, and then all the time, the entire time I worked in restaurants, I was I was called cameraman. <laughs> I was called Shizwald, <laughs> and it was like Shizzle Manizzle, and I don't know why. I don't know if I just I I, I expressed my penchant for Snoop Dogg at the time, or yeah. what what instigated it, but. Yeah, shiz or oh, nizzle. Oh, it's gone. You can still eat me. Yeah,
1: so carry, carry on.
0: So, what I've realised is both cameras have the oh, same shit. life. No, they have the same lifetime. So they basically oh. both died. So what I should have, should have, have
1: done? them. I should have staggered them. You see, Steve. Yeah. Next time. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Do you do you want to? Do you say you've got three or two?
0: The third one is bull. Just because bull. when I play football, I was just like a bull in a china shop.
1: Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's just you in any situation. I know that that's my most apt
0: nickname. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm coming I, no, back it's...
0: by the way, this is not me done.
1: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I kind of figured that's why I was going to carry on talking whilst you sorted your shit out. Um, Steve, I like...
2: I want to know, I want to know yours.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say like, I really like, um, bull for Al cause it, it just makes sense. But at the same time, I, like, I can't imagine calling him anything other than Al. Uh, so just like 17
0: people in your life called Al, it's really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> it really my is. My friend, my friend, actually, who came up with Halbert, his yeah. dad is called Al, his sister is called Al, and his wife is called Al. <laughs> so, so if ever I go around their house, there's four fucking Als in their house.
1: So when I was uh when I was in uh sixth form, my group of friends, there was uh there's a few of us, but there was four Steves. Um so every single one of them had a nickname except for me. I was just Steve. Um, or Steve,
0: the original Steve.
1: Exactly. Right. And, uh,
0: and yeah, so I've, Play, I've always, Steve,
1: <laughs> vanilla Steve.
0: Um, so yeah, I've, I've always been, <laughs> so, so you, you two just basically got like
1: white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, no, so I did, I did have a few, a few nicknames growing up. Um, um, there's, there's a definite theme here um, So obviously my surname is House So the the one that me, my brother and my cousin all had Was Wendy Because, um, you know, Wendy House um, Yes, that's and a thing you, 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 Do you not know what Wendy House is? I what? Just, I,
2: I was just thinking about burgers. Is that the yeah. term for the bucket hitting the water? Yeah. No, that's it's a, it's a
1: Wendy
0: It's a Wendy House Because it's a little bit windy down there
1: Yeah um so a wendy house is a child's playhouse basically it's it's uh, quite a well-known term over here um so yeah that was always it. Um, the other one was when I was on uh working on building sites um I was called um uh, Poco Dickhead. no, no po- Poco, uh, which was short for um depending on who you asked it was either short for Poco Poco pinae, which was Spanish for small penis. Uh it definitely wasn't. That's or true. The, the real one was the fact that it, it was short for Pocahontas, uh because I've got long hair.
0: Oh, because of your long hair. Yeah. And the oh, other one Poco, oh no, because
1: you ruined the band. <laughs> <laughs> um and the the last one was um there's a shop in the UK called Long Tall Sally, uh, which is a speciality shop for tall women basically. Um and one of the guys that was drinking in one of the pubs that I worked in <laughs> once walked in and went, Long haired Sally and that was it. It just stuck. And now like everyone in Sherborne just kn- knows me as Sally. Um so yeah, it basically Wendy Pocahontas or Sally. Um it's the classic nickname it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but yeah, I but like I say, it's always just been Steve. Steve.
2: Oh, that makes um, so much sense, though. We are yeah. Steve.
1: Uh, whilst I was talking, did either of you two pick out another question? Yes.
2: Good. Oh, Al's got it. I'm going to fire this Brett's way. Again. So let's do it. I'm at it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Being that you're quite the the a of uh, the ground <laughs> bean. How long can you go without coffee? Oh, yes. Oh,
2: God. Seriously, the last time, um, the last time I kind of pulled an all nighter and I didn't want to remake coffee. And I blew through the morning and then had to, this was before I went to Monterey, which was like the nine hour drive day. I just didn't have coffee on my normal schedule. The most debilitating headache hit me. At about 8 o'clock in the morning, which is when I usually would, you know, have my first cup of coffee. And it was off-putting, to say the least, how how horrible I felt and how bad of a headache I got in the middle of a, what was going to be a long drive. And it's... I hadn't put it together that you can't just, like, start drinking caffeine and it culls it. It's like your body has just gone into emergency mode and caffeine withdrawal mode. So... If I had to be completely honest, maybe twelve hours, maybe twelve hours <laughs> at yeah. very most, and I will, I will start to feel it because
0: I genuinely drink coffee all day long. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so it's, bad. It's the, no, it's, it's dude, it's the same for me because it's not, it's not the <laughs> oh, I'm tired unless I have a coffee. I need a coffee. Yeah. No, I need a coffee or otherwise I will get a migraine. <laughs> and what's what's extra fun? I don't know if you've had these before. I've started getting ocular migraines.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I Which is them. like this This whole colorful like corona comes into your field of vision and just blinds you in one eye.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: Yeah. But it, well, fr- actually, it doesn't come with the pain of a regular uh, anti-coffee headache. So no. you've not got the suffering from that respect. You've just got the, what the fuck is going on? I can't see. I need to lie down for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, or have very, very lots of... Shots of espresso, <laughs> barely it's an inconvenience. Because I'm clearly addicted. Yeah,
1: see, I always found with the the because I always know them as silent migraines rather than ocular ones, but I think it's like the same thing. Um, but I always used to find that coffee would make them like even worse. But I I'd, I'd get one and I wouldn't be able to see for a while, and then then I'd just go. Well, I'm really fucking tired now. I need to go lie down for an hour and have a nap. Well, um, what's
0: what's trippy is it it. It looks like the same thing that happens when you have an epileptic fit. Yeah, which is basically these these I used to call them little green men that used to come into my field of vision when I was a kid. Yeah, and they would they would come in and then it'd get bigger and bigger and take over your field of vision and then that's you would basically have a seizure. Fuck. So the first time I had an ocular migraine, I was like, "Whoa, fuck!
1: Oh, fuck! Yeah!"
0: And I was like, "Right, stop everything, you know." Un, un-choke my tongue out of my mouth, yeah. <laughs> uh, clear a space on the floor, and then I was like, I'm going to have a seizure. And then I was like, no, I've just got a weird
1: knot headache. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I, I used to get uh migrants when I was working at Screwfix all the time, um, like like quite regularly. And I the, the only thing I could actually attribute it to was obviously working with computers for like 14 hours a day, but also the particular coffee that they served in the mornings if I had two cups of that coffee I got a migraine if I didn't have any of that coffee until like or I didn't have any coffee until the afternoon I was fine generally um so if you didn't have any
0: all day you got a migraine
1: yeah exactly (laughs) um but it was only ever like this one particular morning coffee like if I took my own coffee and made one I'd be fine um but yeah like with that I used to get the 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 weird kind of vision thing um before an actual migraine as well. And it got to the point where I could turn around to my boss and be like, Lee, I'm I've got a migraine coming on. I need to leave in the next like five minutes or I'm not gonna be able to see to get home. Really? Yeah. And he was really good. Like he I could literally say, I've got a migraine coming, I've got to go. And he'd be like, yeah, that's fine, go. And that's why that's why
0: you usually have two doormen, so it's fine. (laughs) Fuck you.
1: Um
0: but yeah, uh migraines fucking right, Two more questions that aren't related to um
1: migraines, to, to migraines or, or oh, the other topic, of okay. the other topic that we talked about, about for an hour, nicknames,
0: nicknames and migraines. Um I know the answer to this one.
2: So, okay.
0: There is an answer. Who would you want to be stranded with on a desert island? One person. Ooh. And I'm going to I'm going to open this up to fictional Cree- creatures so it doesn't have to be a
1: person okay so murphy or
0: uh, but no fictional characters just anyone from planet earth living or dead but it could be a creature it could be a creature
1: yeah see but what if I, it was just a it could cat just be an egg if you want i could just have a
2: black <laughs> a black cat I figure yeah. out what to do with that cat. Me and that cat would have a hell of a time. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. And it would be his, such his a scamp. It would just be, hey, I'm trying to build a raft to get us out, and then it would play in the rope that I've been trying to create. They and they are
0: would... traditionally desert animals anyway. They small, really domestic domestic are. They're black cats.
2: You know, the, you know how cats go out and bring you mice because it's <laughs> like a sign of respect. It would just bring food, and it, it would be like presenting <laughs> its its hunt. And then it would save me time and energy from having to go and
1: hunt. Go Yeah. Steve? Uh, it would either be Murphy because. Oh, fuck it. Just because he's there and he's listening. Basically, yeah. Because I love him. Uh, like, I'd love to say that it would be Joe because Joe would be super useful because he does like fucking bushcraft and everything. But oh, he'd want to get up so early. Like, <laughs> I don't think I could cope with it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it, I think it would it would just have to be Murph because if I was on a desert island, I wouldn't want people there because uh, pe- oh, actually no, Red Red because he he's he just he it's fucking Red he would magic a boat out of thin air or something and it would be fine. Um, so yeah, Murphy. I feel and like Orwell. Red
2: would be a good one though. He. Because he would have a reason to like need to get home because of his family. He's and so a you know all cranky because there was, oh no, he doesn't
1: smoke. Of... And he doesn't drink Coke anymore. So he doesn't, it's drink fine. Coke, doesn't smoke. Yeah. So he'd just be yeah. there with like a coconut going and being all <laughs> fucking cool and not smoking a cigarette, just looking lightly like on. Uh, yeah. All right. Al, what, what about I'm,
0: I'm going to raise you Joe with Joe. Because after last week, average Joe, no. the amount of fucking shit that boy knows mm. that requires no fancy this or fancy that or just on the spot thinking, creative thinking, he's pleasing on the eye, mm-hmm. full of bants. Mm. I I think I could quite happily survive for a day or two before we kill yeah. each other <laughs> with Joe on a desert island.
1: Yeah. I think that's the thing is that any any other person, I just end up going fucking nuts. Um, All right, next question from Mr. Chris Q. I think someone else actually already asked this back in the chat, but I can't remember who it was. Um, But looking back on four years, is there a topic you'd like to discuss again, either because you don't think you did it justice or because you'd like to discuss it further? And see, for me, this is almost every single topic we talk about because i spend the next like four days going fuck why didn't i say that and fuck i didn't actually mean that i meant this and i didn't explain that properly because my mouth goes faster than my brain um but yeah so pretty much every everything we've ever talked about for me
0: about you guys yeah i'm the same and but even even that in itself as a concept i think is an interesting thing Mm. like no, that was so much older and wiser
1: um <laughs> Seriously, couple... the pictures from like make essential 2018 fuck we look so young it's mad <laughs> don't yeah. like it
2: the years have been hard yeah
0: on the, on the body no i dude i'm I'm totally with you it it's every every single subject mm-hmm. um and I, I have the kind of stand up ones like brett you know talking about failure and things and 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 things that kind of resonate and maybe things that resonated with the, with the fools as well. So when, when we get great feedback with those and obviously it's, a, it's a bit more engaging than just a a, a random silly chat about nonsense, yeah. which it normally is. Um, they're the ones that linger with me for a long time because obviously they start conversations, they get things going. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I'm building on that. I would even like to have guests back on. Yeah. And go, you know, what's a different take on what we talked about last time, or what's, you know, instead of just your backstory, what's the kind of, you know, yeah, how how uh, things have been since four years ago?
1: Yeah, I think I'd really like to get um, get Joe back on, um, but like getting back on like every week and and, <laughs> and not not have you two on would be fucking great. <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I do. I, I think to be fair, like a lot of the times we've kind of gone into um the mental health stuff as well like it's it's a drum that I know we bang fairly regularly but I do think it's important I think it's something that is is worth talking about um so yeah I I kind of I don't know whether I necessarily want to revisit it in terms of like giving it a different take I just think it's an important thing to just constantly keep discussing
2: Mm mm-hmm I think there's been enough episodes where we've talked about uh, the creative process and creativity, but uh, it's, I feel like it's a language that needs to be translated better and more often than it does. And with the three of us, I think we cover a lot of the ground of what it means to be Steve production Smith That. You guys come up with these creative ideas or, uh, you know, Alex comes up with a form or something specific and you have to recreate it. That's a difficult thing to be able to do is recreate something that is a, a creative project and then it becomes something tangible. Al, working in the digital field and doing marketing and research and dealing with clients, like how to make everything fresh and creative while thinking about the 9,000 uh variables that go into creating good design or good branding is very very important and then i know just coming from the art background um it's it's a language that i speak better than most other things that i try and discuss i've just spent so much time around people and then growing up and going through like very heavy deep like blow smoke each other blow smoke up each other's asses on a regular basis art Scene, and then meeting really talented people that have no ego and then kind of the back and forth between uh, I don't know the creative world or artists or whatever terminology you want to use I just think we could revisit that a thousand times and have a thousand different discussions mm. and I think all of that bears repeating when we do discuss it and I, I think there's some earlier uh, episodes where we did talk about art you know when we had fader on pretty early on um he was talking about art versus craft like that's a conversation that could span hours and hours and hours with the right people and i i think i would like to revisit some of those earlier episodes where you can tell all three of us have these opinions and we're all kind of you know vibing on it but now here we are four years later or three years later how do things stand, Steve? You were still working in IT when we were having this creative discussions, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, creative code writing is like, yeah, there's no basis of comparison compared to, uh, you know, what the rest of us do." But fun topics. I always yeah. really like discussing creativity.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Ev- ev- every show that we come out of the back, I'm the same as you, Steve. I'm like, or oh, oh, there'll be one conversation in a show. Yeah, I'll be like, I want to do an episode on
1: that. Yeah, the amount of times like one of you said a like just a single sentence or something like that, and it's just stuck in my head. And I've wanted to expand on, like, I've literally wanted to go into the next episode and be like, right, let's. And normally it's like on a Tuesday after like after a couple of days and it's marinated. I'm like, fuck it. I want to get on and I want to record another episode now and talk about that one specific thing and just do a real deep dive into that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, like you say, it just, I think for. The, I think the trouble is we, when we record these, like there's a, um, not an expectancy, but like there's there's almost like a sense of duty to, to keep the conversation going, to keep things flowing. Um, and whether, I don't know whether you guys feel it as well, but like I, I especially feel like if there's any pause in the conversation, like it, it has to be filled, filled. So I'm always kind of looking for, um, not to just jump in ahead of you, but to... To make sure that the conversation is always going, so that there's not these weird, like, pregnant pauses sort of thing. Um, so because of that, I'm not always uh, giving subjects the, the the time required to actually process the thoughts that I, I have. Um, so quite often, I'm, I'm saying stuff as I'm thinking it, rather than refining those thoughts. And um, and yeah, after a couple of days, I'm like, fuck, I could have made such a better point. I could have said that so much better if I just waited five minutes and said it like this, or if I brought up this thing or whatever. Um, so yeah, like for me, it, it, that's a, that's a big thing.
0: But I've, I've got a, maybe an antidote to that. And it's, it's like reminiscing is nice and, and revisiting past subjects and past conversations is nice. But to, to, to sort of quote Tom Brady for want of a better reference, I did that for Brett because of handing. <laughs> I love um, sports ball. Um, you know tom what's what's your favorite ever uh Super Bowl win or what's your favorite ever super Bowl ring championship ring? It's mm. like it's the next one, yeah, so like to not to not have something from the past that you want to revisit or that you always want to listen to again or is your favorite one It's like no, genuinely, my favorite conversation we ever have is the one we're gonna have next week, mm-hmm. yeah because it's it's hopefully it's new ground that we've not covered or it's um different insights from you two that will make me think differently about how I've always thought about things. And that's, that's why, that's why we're still going after four years is because, because that's the driver for me is, is this idea that you can always rethink stuff. Yeah. So as much as I like these questions, like, Oh, what's your favorite one? My favorite one's the next one.
1: Yeah. That's a good shout. And I, I think that like the amount of times that we, we do kind of, we bring up the same points and revisit them and go over them and we we look at them from different angles depending on the context of that episode. So there are certain things that we're going to say about creativity for example that in one episode we'll talk about it from a, from one perspective um but in like the next 10 episodes we might come at it from a completely different perspective because we've got a different guest on or we're talking about a different topic and how that segues into it or whatever. Um so yeah, I think like I wouldn't want to go back and, and redo any episodes as such, but there are there are definitely topics that I would like to
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, that I enjoy re- revisiting.
0: Um, mm. Only because we we didn't we didn't exhaust yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're limited by Captain Fucking Stopwatch over there. <laughs> I'll let you decide which one
1: that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, I've got one last question. Oh uh, yeah, I,
1: I've I've got one last question. You fucking. think it's the I, same one. Ooh, well, fuck I'm going to go for mine first box to you. Uh, If all the tools in your shop came to like, came alive, at la Wee's playhouse, which one would you get along with the best? And which one would you date? Ooh, right. So this is from Keith and my first thought for which one I, will I get That's along with the best?
2: Keith question. Right. I
1: know. <laughs> Um, like my first thought was instantly like, Oh, angle grinder, and I was like, No, that it, like it would be the angriest, loudest, most it's basically Al. And uh, <laughs> can't spell angle grinder without Al, this is very true. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I was like, No, angle grinder would be a, a terrible friend, and then was like, Well, which like, which ones like you're, you, know, you the the fucking. Square, like that's gonna be like a really, like finicky, like anal retentive. Who annoying, would be like... your best friend in the shop? A square? <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm trying to go through all of the personalities. i don't thinking, fuck, who, who would it be? And putty. <laughs> well, I was thinking like maybe like I don't know, like a a, a fucking a marking knife or someone something like that. Someone that's like a bit laid back and it's just like yeah, just whatever. No pencil. A pencil because they're like they're just always useful and always helpful, and they're not in your face about stuff. Uh, in terms of who I date, shit I don't know how's
2: your anvil these days.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, eh, not, not, I mean, don't get me wrong, I quite like curves, so like that. My, my anvil's got quite a nice waist to it, so I don't know, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's got quite a lot up top as well, so yeah. Maybe may the anvil. <laughs> what about you guys?
0: they rush now
2: I appreciate that uh, the our best friend. best I can come up with. I appreciate that our good friend Inside Alan said I would take the power hammer because it's the only thing that could satisfy me. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: Damn. Mister, she is she is a pretty thing. Yeah, with a wide bottom. I'm with I'm with um, not inside Al. Or t- tall buck owl or seventeen other owls, and with Irish owl drill driver would be my Ooh. best mate because they um they can undo their mistakes very easily yes, they're quick' not fucking about they can be gentle, they can be rough you could put different things in them and they can they can do. <laughs> No, I'm not about who I'm dating, Steve. I'm one about who my best mate is. You can, um, you can, you can put different attachments in them and they can do different things. They can, you can put a, a wire brush on and strip paint, you can put a drill bit in and drill holes, you can put a driver in and drive things in. So they're versatile, they <laughs> go both ways, it were. Um, and the, you just they're always there, and they're indestructible, and they don't care yeah. if you throw them. In. You know, they don't care if you tell a joke about them or talk about them behind their back. They're just they're they're relentless and full of um, tenacity. Mm. Your know, dr- drill driver would be my best mate in the shack.
1: Yeah. Um, can I also just quickly say, Keith, I I both hate and love you for this question. It's awful. Um, who who would you date? Um, which tool would you date? HB. Oh, always giving beer out. Good At shout! ready.
0: ow oh, you're on mute. I don't need to mute to do my pout face.
1: Yeah, well, I thought I thought you were going to answer the question. No, Brett nailed oh. it. Okay, fair. Uh, Brett, what about you? Who who would be your friend and who would you date from your workshop?
2: Power hammer <laughs> Wait. answers both questions. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a pass through hole, Steve? uh (laughs) also you Uh, gotta keep them greased up and you gotta maintain them and stuff so there's there's something about the exchange of usefulness and also upkeep with the power hammer right
1: just
2: yeah sure however way you want (laughs) (laughs) nothing like nothing like finding the the correct
1: lube for your power hammer exactly uh go on then al what was your other question you forgotten, have He's frozen. No, his, his eyes are still and... moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if
0: you were a ruler of your own country, what would the first rule slash law, depending on how you wanted to uh, manage the the ruffians, See, um, the pro, what would, what would the, be the first um, rule that you put into action? Until uh, you said law, I was going to try and make a joke about a tape measure, but
1: people that if you drive... were the
0: ruler of a country what would be the first rule that you brought in to <laughs> go on fucking Steve. metric brett is the answer <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah people that drive in the rain with their lights off should be shot cuz it's really fucking annoying driving in the rain with their lights off yeah as in, if it's raining, just turn your fucking headlights on. Like, what an okay. extremely a thing. specific
2: thing, thing with
0: a
1: horrible outcome. Do you want it,
0: it, You okay, heard Steve. It. Do you want to talk to us?
1: <laughs> the amount of like near misses and accidents I see on the roads over the last like twenty years of people that have been hooning along when it's been hammering down, and they've got a car that's grey, so it's the same colour as the fucking road <laughs> and the sky.
0: No, no, that I'm, I'm bored with. And they've You've got-, got a grey car, or you're wearing a grey coat, or yeah. riding a grey bicycle. Fucking think about it.
1: Yeah, just, just, just turn your fucking lights on so you don't get fucking seen and drive into someone.
0: England not- and oh. all the roads in England are grey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's, yeah, it, like honestly, that annoys me so much. Um, I've
0: got, I've got, got, a-, got a good one.
1: Oh, well, I, I want to
0: hear Brett's first in I case it's go. related.
2: I can go if you want.
0: Go on, Al. Come on. So, you know, in some countries you have national service. I'm Mm. sure there'll be some of our friends here Mm. listening, watching, who are in countries like that. Um, I think there should be a national service in every country for every person where you have to work a job in catering.
1: Yeah. I was going to say
0: hospitality. Yeah, anything like that. And I mean that genuinely. I don't mean that like... (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> it's so hard, it's like being in the yeah. army.
0: No, until you appreciate what it's like to serve someone, mm-hmm. yeah, and be treated like shit, and be paid shit, and work ungodly hours, and destroy your body, yep, um, and lose all your friends and family. Yeah, you've no idea what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I, I think, and I hope. of the people that listen to this have already done this. So yeah, you've served your country well. Move on. If it was my country, you gotta do a year's national food service. I really like
2: that idea, and I would replace this very flippant gap year that seems to exist everywhere where people are like, I'm just gonna take a year off after university and do whatever I want. Like, how did you get to do that? That seems that seems very nice that you got to take a break and travel around for a year. I don't know, whatever. Maybe you worked in the service and hospitality and made enough money to go and, you know, travel through Europe with a backpack. Great. Great for you. But I would replace the gap year with a <laughs> servitude year.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I I've said for years that people should do at least six months in, in the service industry, just because it's uh, like the amount of people that just don't understand what a difference it makes to just, be polite and don't be a dickhead. Don't just wave a twenty-pound note at the bar staff. Like, just basic human decency. It, uh, basic yes,
2: human decency. Uh, go on then, Brett. What's yours? Well, I kind of got distracted listening to Al's because it was so much better than mine. I'm trying to recall what I had come up with. Oh yeah, I got it. So almost, I think it. I think it shares a little bit with what Al said. The whole clean shop, happy shop thing, we've talked about it so many times, and I don't think it's realistic, even if you were a ruler and could impart this iron fist on things, I don't think you could necessarily tell people to fully embrace the clean shop, happy shop thing in all aspects of their life, but I was having a conversation about a few of the places that I've lived, uh, i.e. New York City and Las Vegas. And they are both places with tons of tourists and tons of, like, plastic and waste and all kinds of things, right? Uh, bins overflowing on the regular in both of those cities. I would like to impart some type of clean city, happy city, or clean country, happy country, where you are incentivized. Not, not fined or not given a ticket for when you're being a bad person and you leave trash on the ground. Yes, littering is, sucks. and it, I always feel bad when I see a piece of garbage in a place that is otherwise very clean and meant to be respected. But there's very rarely an incentive for doing the right thing. We, you know, slap people on the wrist for doing the wrong thing, or we give them a fine or make them pay money. We very rarely incentivize people for doing the good thing. So there'd be some type of countrywide like cleanup thing and then people get incentivized for it or you get uh, an extra loaf of bread in your groceries because you've been so clean. I would do something to figure out a way to create an incentive for people to just not be dicks and dirty up the country they live in. You live here, so
1: does everybody else take care of it. Yeah, I mean, that's... (sighs) So we like I again. This is one that I could I could talk about for fucking hours. Um, like that point exactly of like whether it's good to incentivize or punish and how that works and the whole broken window theory and and all of that. Um, like genuinely, uh, like my mind was blown the first I went to Vegas and the fact that the streets like even when they were fucking crowded, the streets were just clear all of the time. There was no cigarette butts. There was no anything, and it was just, and it it was partly because there was an army of people that were going around cleaning, but also like it it was little things like there was there was bins every twenty yards. There was you know like stuff was set up to be able to to alleviate that problem. Um, So yeah, I think I I I think that's not a a bad shout. Um, However, implementation would be an interesting thing. True. Plus, there's a little comment.
2: Look, look at the newest comment. But then the cleaners have no job. That's the attitude of my students.
1: Oh my Which god! This is that... The
2: thing that's come up, like people, people are like, but then that's their job is to clean up your food tray after you get done eating places, and it frustrates me to
1: no uh, end. Yeah, that, the the last time I I uh, I heard someone say that was when I was working in, I think it was a pub in Warsaw, and uh, one of the like basically this, uh, no, the one above Birmingham. <laughs> Walsall. Um from Dudley. Uh this uh this kid, he was like 18, 19, and um he just like basically knocked over a couple of glasses and just went, "Oh, eh, fucking whatever, and went to walk away. And the um I can't remember which pub this was. It was like a all bar one or something like that, like one of the big chain pubs. And uh, this kid did that and the bouncer turned around to him and was like, are you going to clean that up? He was like, no, that's what the fucking cleaners are for. And uh, and he, he said exactly that. Like, oh, yeah, but if I cleaned it up, they'd be out of a job, wouldn't they? And the dormant, I shit you not, just slapped him across the face and just went, I'm just doing my bit for nurses. It was fucking hilarious.
0: That is a great answer.
1: Because <laughs> the kid was just there going, oh, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> um
2: Better go get but, that looked at. Luckily yeah. created job security in the other people.
1: <laughs> um fantastic. Yeah, no. Well, we'll put yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a
0: Gary Oldman Ian Holm reference here, but I'm gonna leave it to the imagination. Oh,
1: okay. oh. Uh the robots, maybe. Right. Are we are we is is there any more questions? I I'm
0: I've... fresh out of questions, but that means nothing.
1: Uh one sec. Uh, no, what I is, just think what I think is one be... thing you will never do again? D- uh, talk apparently. Hold on, Steve, you,
2: can't
0: just, you can't just jump into that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I know. You you talked five minutes ago about how we never really get to give things the full energy because they're on the fly. That is a super <laughs> deep question. Really is. Um. I here I'll say this in an ideal world, I would continue working towards being self-sufficient and working for myself. Like that's what I want to do is support myself Mm. and not necessarily work for anybody else. Right. I don't want to be under a a payroll for anybody else. That's aspirational, but what a really like a, a more feasible or tangible aspect to look at would be um, I never want to do work for someone that doesn't appreciate the work I do. Because it's just been too much of that in my life where I've I've really busted my ass. I know a lot of us have, have done that as well. But even clients, like if you are doing freelance work and you're just just killing yourself, slaving away at whatever the project is, and then you don't get the appreciation from it. It's, it's what I was talking about last week with the Simon Sinek thing. If you listen to that, which I know Soph, Soph did. So Soph, I know she gets this. but <laughs> um, You should, like, the way that you produce your work, whatever that work is, the way that it is received is very important. And you should always feel like you are appreciated. It doesn't have to be talked about all the time. You don't need pats on the back all the time for doing your job. But you should be respected and appreciated for any work that you do.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna raise you one. Oh. I was I was just gonna say, like, I'm not sure if I entirely agree with that. Not Steve likes the... to be shouted at and told off for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what working for Owl gets you. Um but like I for me, I I I think I, I half agree, but also like, I don't think you should, I, I guess it depends on the, the work you're doing, but like, for me, I get what you're saying about like, not wanting pats on the back or not, not needing pats on the back, but also wanting to be appreciated. But to a certain extent, like your, your enjoyment of the task should be more important than whether or not someone places value on that task. Does that make sense?
0: if you're a narcissist yep
1: well no why? <laughs> how is that a narcissist
0: as long as i'm fucking enjoying
1: myself whoa well no is no. it like why like as in surely it's more important that you're enjoying what you're doing than whether someone else is likes what you've done does that not make yeah, sense but,
0: yeah but you could you could you could do something that's strenuous and unenjoyable and get a pat on the back for it y- and you wouldn't enjoy it yeah so you're just saying that everything you do has to be enjoyable? Yeah, no, Steve.
1: No, if if you no, were I'm working
2: at the bar, at if you were working at the bar and you had a vomit or shit attack in the bathroom, and <laughs> you had to be in charge of cleaning it up, was that you going? I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this, and I no one's going to think different.
1: No, but at the same, I'm not saying that I I would do that as part of. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that because someone was appreciating the fact that I was doing it. I'm doing that because it's part of the the job. Like, I'm. I'm not saying like you should enjoy every single thing you do, but I don't think that you should base your, um, your career on whether or not other people appreciate what you're doing.
0: I agree. Fair I didn't realize it was about careers, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take us off peace as usual. Um, there's nothing that. Hang on, what was the question again? What would you not <laughs> want to do again?
1: Uh, yeah. What's one thing that you'd never want to do again, or you never will do again?
0: I never will do again. Hopefully anything. What? Well, hopefully everything I do is something that I've never done before. And hopefully everything that I've done, I don't want to do again. Okay. I can't, I, I can't think of the monotony or the the inane, like, depression of repeating tasks or so but but even even the nuanced stuff so you might so again nail analogy you might have to make another nail but you're going to make it differently than you did last time so it's not doing it again is it it's doing it better or doing it differently or doing it quicker, you know stronger um and on the flip side of that everything in my life i think i'm I'm not one for for density lois but even all the shit that I didn't enjoy, all the shit that I did enjoy, all the shit that was boring, all the shit that was mediocre, melancholy—it's all led to this point. Yeah, and one of those things didn't happen. I'm not—I'm not sat here right now, so I'm glad everything happened. Even the stuff that made me cry, that made me bleed, that you know made me smile—it's all the same, and it's all led to here. So I don't ever want to do any of it again, but I don't regret any of it either. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean I get I guess maybe that's like ties into kind of what I was saying or what I was trying to say just now is like the fact that there are some times when you're not going to be appreciated for doing a job, but it, it you know that it leads to something better. So you know it might be it might be a bit shit for six months a year or whatever, but there if there's a a light at the end of the tunnel or or there's a an, an end goal in mind, then that's kind of that to me is more more important than whether or not you're you're appreciated at the time um but yeah uh I think for me the like the one thing that I don't think I'll ever do again is say no to an opportunity based on um how it might possibly affect someone else (laughs) as in like I'm not going to say no to something just because it might affect like if, if I know for sure that doing and like saying yes to whatever opportunity is going to be detrimental to someone that i care about then i might not do it or i might at least consider it a bit yeah, more yeah, yeah. No, i know what you mean but i'm not going to um i'm not going to say no to it just on the the basis that it, it might possibly in some way affect someone else because <sighs> sometimes you you just got to fucking do shit because it <laughs> yeah <laughs> A, and and you can't you can't live your life based on what other people are doing. Um because that would not be spiffing. People, people that we do. think that are spiffing. Al, how have you got an order? Yeah, it's
0: uh not Bass, it's Sab.
1: Sab, which means I am first. Um, I am going to take
2: mine?
1: I said who mine was going to be before we started recording the episode. So you can't claim that I've taken it because I said, like, oh, I'm going to do this person. Um, But I am now very conflicted about uh, spiffing him because he asked a very bizarre question in the chat, which made us all kind of uncomfortable. Um, But he did also make a hammer that looks like a s'more. So, Mr. <laughs> Keith Decent. Uh, like, I spent him, like, two weeks ago. They fucking didn't. It was uh, months ago. Um, but, uh, like, he's It's just fucking ace. Like, I love Keith. He's He makes really fucking cool, interesting stuff. He asks horrible, weird questions. Um, he's on board with my uh, national
0: service industry.
1: Yes, he is. Um, Although he was very upset about with me not eye. seeing, and really? uh, yeah, he was very upset with me about not seeing powder. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's just fucking brilliant. And um, is is he in yeah. scum?
0: No, he hasn't. Has he? So
1: exactly. Let's let. Yeah, keep it relevant. yeah! Well done, Al. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, his podcast, the uh, from the ground up podcast is fucking great, and I fully appreciate that there's a shitload of work that goes into it, so you can't just knock them out every week, but man, that was so good. I
2: bet he's Um, just happy to do the podcast without anybody really appreciating or supporting him.
1: (laughs) Uh, Al, you're next.
0: So, Seeing as how we did a bit of a trip down memory lane oh, yeah. um, with some of these questions, I'd like to re-spiff um, and go back in time to something that we talked about a long time ago. <laughs> um, so <laughs> fucking transitions. I, 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 came, I came. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking build this into every week now, just to annoy YouTube. Um, the there was it's a so distracting though. The YouTube channel that I spiffed. I want to say two years ago, might even be longer than that. Called Skill Builder. Yes, was, I remember that. Roger would you, would you Bisbee. I'm Roger Bisbee at Skill Builder. Yeah, and he's a bloke from like music. Essex or some somewhere, a generic London. Um, <laughs> London and He it was it was kind of just very down to earth. Um on the job, like actually live jobs, just talking about building and contracting. And he was, he's a plumber by trade, but you know, he'd get the sparkies in and the carpenters in and other, Yeah. And he's like late sixties, maybe even like older. So he, he's been around the block. He knows exactly what's going on, but he likes to keep on top of the latest trends and cutting edge stuff. So he'll bring stuff in. He's like, Oh, here's the new uh, skylight windows from this company. They're great because they do this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and i'd not watched it for ages. um it, it was classic youtube even though i'm subscribed bell on yeah. whatever. not seen his videos for years, literally years. Yeah. um and they've done a whole series lately of like a um an extension, so just building an extension. So essentially building a house from scratch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, everything from the foundations up, sewers, walls, windows, timber frame roof, everything. um electrics you know uh, plastering and, and and it was just great. It was like seeing a house being built um, and it was just every episode, regular episodes. And he's just, he's brought in experts of different fields. He's brought in a a, a, a carpenter who's really good. He's, you know, and, and it's just a really down to earth, great channel. Uh, if you've not watched it and if you're interested in building your own home or renovations or what to look out for, if you're getting someone into your house, skill builder is Fucking great. And he also does, like, you know, which drill driver is best or which yeah. hand plane is best or which, you know, he'll do tool two reviews that are really just completely objective and, you know, here's my reasons why, you know, very, like, average Joe, like, here's my reasons why this one is good and this one is not
1: good. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Nice. Um, and that is a hell of a callback because that was episode 11 that you spoke Wow. Yeah. So that's four years ago. There you go. So yeah, good, good shout. In fact, but, that, was, but that
0: tells you a lot that in four years, I've not been getting his fucking videos on my feed. Uh,
1: honestly, like I I don't see any of the people that I'm subscribed to coming up on my uh, YouTube homepage. It's fucking annoying. Um, but that was also uh, that was the episode after we first had Mr. Brett on. There you go. So there you go. See, uh, speaking um, of Brett, uh, that's me. Who, who would you like to spare for my friend?
2: Well, since we've talked about people that we've spiffed in the past, right? This is a good transition. Uh, Topics we'd like to discuss in the future or maybe revisit some things with all of the new updates. Thank you, Al. This is very, very helpful. Um, I'll go back to one of my earliest spiffs and somebody who has graced us with her presence and is always being very supportive. She's been referenced a few times in this episode, but I think Soph
1: yeah. would be worth having back,
2: having a having a check-in, seeing what she's been up to. I mean, she she works very hard. She's done nothing but grow since we had her on and and since we first got um got to meet her. I think it's just been a delightful journey to watch. You know, we have so many people that we've known for the last few years that have all been. Progressing in their skills and then finding their own niche and uh, niche. So niche. Soph was one of the people that I found early on, got chatty with, got to hug her at Maker Central and have just been really enjoying watching her journey over the last few years. And, you know, if we're going to start revisiting people and, and having new banter based on
1: old episodes, she was one of my first spiffies. And also, I go like to tie this all the way back to the beginning when we were talking about festivals and things like that. I'm pretty sure that uh, if Soph was to come along to one of the festivals when we're there with the Forge, she's one of the only people that I know that could drink pints of wine with uh, Big. (laughs) Say it properly. (laughs) I'm not doing a Welsh accent. (laughs) It's fucking terrible. Um, But yeah, no, that is a, a fucking brilliant shout. Uh, we should definitely, I don't know if you're going to hear Murph. He's just snorting at himself. He's getting a bit overexcited. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely think we should get Soph back because she's fucking ace. I love Soph. Um, yeah. so, and yeah. just
2: think about it. When we had her on, like, I'm not trying to to say anything that would embarrass her, or make her feel silly, but think about that first recording. Like she had her iPhone uh, oh, headphones she, yeah. in and we were having audio problems and she's like, we were all kind of new to each other, and we didn't really know a lot. And she was working on these, yeah, you know, the vinyl figures and everything. Now she's a fucking powerhouse. And she's done all these things and these beautiful paintings. She come back on now. She's probably got like a full bog bodca- a full podcasting booth, ready to go. She can build miniatures of whatever she needs to so she can show <laughs> us, like you know, visual accompaniments to all the stories. It'd be so different and so crazy
1: this and years later the best of it is every time I think of Soph I think of a phrase that I've never actually heard her say I've just heard you two say at each other in reference to Soph which is no look in no look every in. time that's <laughs> because you weren't there while she was I making know. the Al's saying accent no look it." yeah fucking brilliant but that's how fucking iconic Soph is so yeah good shout yeah everyone go give Soph some love because um, she's fucking ace um, right, is there any other business? Not from me, no, Go. uh, right. In which case, uh, wait, have I got anything? Was I gonna say something? Probably uh, back oh, Go book. buy Al's book, yeah. I've yeah, already said about the book, uh, fuck you both. Um, Arb- Arb- yeah, Arbotech yeah, go, go buy some Arbotech stuff, uh. <laughs> Um, if Best you place. want to find us, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at might Networks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade Thirteen, and oh, you it's can find. Too far away. Find i was our, gonna go for the puppet, but it's way over there. Uh, I'm being our... as fucking slow as I can. Yeah, but I'm surrounded ours. by
0: cameras. Like, don't be don't be fooled by the composition, Steve. I can't move. <laughs>
1: You can find Al Al's Hack Shack. You can. <laughs> Good one. Um, if, you, if you want to find us, you can find us as a group, uh, pretty much everywhere as FWT Podcast or Fools with Tools. Um, we are even on the YouTube, and considering how fucking easy StreamYard was to use, there is potential that we might actually do a few more lives um, at some point in the future. I, I, I know, maybe. I'm not... I'm not saying nope. right now. I can't do drinks. Steve. Oh, huh? I'm just, I'm just saying. God, like even,
2: can't even get everybody to schedule Sundays anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> As you say, like, I'm, I'm not saying now, I'm just saying like, at some point we might, <laughs> fucking you know, not a regular thing. Um, but yeah, uh, so we might uh, do some more uh, lives at some point. So go, go subscribe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to miss all of the stupid faces that Al has been pulling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Red, goes, you say that every year. Hopefully, <laughs> 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 but yeah. Well, yeah, it was fine when we could do hangouts on air, and then they fucking removed that application, and we couldn't. But now we've got this, and it works, and it's free. So this is happen.
0: this is most good. This, this is, is good. fucking
1: brilliant. I'm yeah. so happy with this because uh, you haven't ha- you haven't got to have the YouTube stream. Open Come on, and Andy pugh has got a
0: podcast to do, and that also rhymes. <laughs> so jog on.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he needs the loo. Uh, what have I have I done everything? Yeah. yeah. So, until next time, we love you all, uh, and we'll see you in the future. Maybe we love you. Bye. 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 You can't like do everything,
0: man.